Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Recorded live. The time today is 7.30 Thursday, Pacific Standard Time, 8.30 Mountain Time, 9.30 Central Time, and 10.30 if you're on the East Coast. You are listening to Galaxy Talk Radio, and this is Soul Vibrations, brought to you by T225 Entertainment, a uh, global music and film distribution company. You can visit the website at www.t25cl.com. Uh, I'm Corey Jeffries with your co-host, Dr. Nanana Kwaku. Um, don't forget to tune in 7.30 every Monday to Conflict Politics with Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. Also, Tuesday, Straight Talk, The Hired Brush with Barbara McGee, Wednesday, Rises Corner, Friday Night Confessions. Then we have two shows for you, three shows for you on the weekend, two actually on Saturday, one starting at 10 a.m. with United We Stand. Uh, and then following, followed by In This Place. Then Sunday, we have all-day music of many different genres. Do you know of any veterans, men or women, reentering society from incarceration? If you do, please contact the Jeffrey's Peace Project at 510-691-7090. For personal family issues, you can contact Family Solutions, Inc. by visiting their website at www.noangernoviolence.org or you can contact them directly at area code 707-744-3919. I'm back after us being in the black this past Thursday. I had a surgical procedure done on my hand, everything moving forward. And um, uh, if by chance you want to listen to any of our shows, including this one, about an hour after this show is finished airing, it will be edited and it will be online. But you can, uh, again, go to the website, www.t25cl.com, and you can scroll and hit on Galaxy Talk Radio, then scroll down to Thursday, Soul Vibrations. Then just click on my picture, and it will show you all of the shows, including tonight's show, that uh, have, have been aired. And we're at around uh, 80-something shows, I believe, right now as we speak. And, uh, of course, all of these things are perspectives that should edify the community and just share positive uh, information with you. Now, um, I have Dr. Kwaku and Brother Paul Washington from Southern California who are both joining us. And... uh, what we're going to talk about, or the, what we've been talking about for some time now, because uh, until the mission gets rolling, we're going to keep bringing you this information from many, there's many different ways to skin a cat. So each time we still uh, uh, talk about these basic uh, uh, truths and things that we're addressing, 
just know that there's so much information out there and so many ways of addressing this basic topic that uh, we probably have enough stuff to last us through this year and all the next years talking about the same subject. But, of course, we'll be having more guests as the show develops, and uh, we need your support, of course, and uh, you can always contact us through the station or through Jeffrey's Peace Project or Family Solutions, Inc., if you want to bring something from your community and share it with us. And, um, you know, we look at America as a whole. It's a melting pot for so many different cultures and uh, religions and different beliefs. But the concern for us has been the the, uh, status of Africans, in this continent, on this continent, and that's and that's whether you're from Africa and you moved here, whether you're from Dominican, Puerto Rico, uh, Cuba, or African American. If you're descendant of slaves and you live here, it's all encompassing the African diaspora, and that's where our concern is about changing our circumstances. If you've been keeping up with everything that's been going on, so we're going to touch on a few things. Dr. Kwaku has a 15-point program. He wants to uh, uh, share with us, and uh, again, we're probably going to touch on a few uh, religious uh, things because that's one of the ways that we're held in bondage. Religion is one of the largest uh, methods of control, and so we're going to talk about uh, principles in cognitive science that will help you understand who you are, where you come from, what your purpose is on this planet, as Dr. Kwaku has has talked about uh, uh, efficiently, and also how we can ap- apply the principles of cognitive science, being being uh, uh, philosophy, psychology of the mind, um, uh, artificial intelligence, and um, uh, the last one. Let me see: artificial intelligence, psychology, philosophy of the mind, and uh, well, it'll come to me. I've said it so many times, but there four basic principles and how we can deal with all the things uh, and linguistics and how we uh, communicate. So Dr. Kwaku and Brother Paul, I'd like to thank both of you for being on the show. And uh, Dr. Kwaku, if you'd like to start us off, uh, we always appreciate you. You're the, you're the co-host of this show, and, and you've been a mentor of mine for the number of years that I've known you. You have some books out. and uh, So uh, we know you're out there doing a whole lot in the community on a regular basis. And uh, when when I haven't been around, you've held it down here. And when you haven't been around, I've held it down. That's the wonderful thing of having two hosts uh, on the same show. So anytime we can get you here, it's a pleasure and a privilege to have you. So, Dr. Kwaku, thanks for being here. Speak to the people. Oh, okay, brother. Hey, it's always a pleasure, man, trying to. Uh, to be able to communicate with you as well as the people who are at the station and also uh, just to continue uh, trying to be progressive and in, in, in imparting information to our people because without a doubt, uh, we can have a one side or the other in terms of where we are today, but mm-hmm. we are certainly in a, in a, in a distressed place in terms of making progress, and that is going backwards in spite of what people might think because they see a few black millionaires and see people on TV and uh, social media got them going crazy. 
But the reality of it is that black folks still have no power in America because we have to, the first thing that I really hate and I resent to the utmost is that we have to teach our kids how to respond to intimidation by the police or by the system or by whoever it may be. I was watching Mm -hmm. a video where parents was teaching their kids how to act to keep from getting killed. Mm-hmm. We was in wow. uh, this okay. place called America, but you have to teach your child how to stay alive, even though they're using all of the the, the, the righteous techniques that you have told them, but yet still not enough. The fact that they walk out and they have melon in their skin, the fact that uh, right now I think the the uh, uh, Mexicans are number one in terms of minority in this country. We're number mm-hmm. two. Asians are number okay. three. And if we didn't get our needs met at when we were number one, and they predict in another 15, 20 years, we're going to be number three behind the Asians. If mm-hmm. we didn't get dealt with at number one, what do you think they're going to do at number three? So we have got to wake up and start to return and look at uh, look at ourselves from a historical perspective. And when I say a historical perspective, I'm talking about looking at, uh, you know, they was always very critical of us looking at our ancestors. But our ancestors, mm-hmm. you know, that's mm-hmm. our history. Without them, we don't exist. You know, so we mm-hmm. have to realize that that we have, in order to move forward, we've got to understand the past. In order to understand mm-hmm. the past, we've got to understand where we come from, what our purpose is, and who we are. Who are we as a people? Who are we as mm-hmm. a nation? Who are mm-hmm. we? They have put us in these clusters called communities. But the reality of it is, is that we don't live in communities in America. There are clusters called hoods. Because mm-hmm. most of the time, people go in any given community, no matter how much money they make, and most of them don't know two people who live in the neighborhood around them. That is not That is a hood. That's a place where people mm-hmm. live at and survive and, and, and go through life at. And I say that, and not to be critical of what everybody else is doing. I'm looking at us from a perspective of, of success. What are we supposed to be mm-hmm. doing? And, and, and what is the situation that we find ourselves in now? We're in a collective warfare. People, mm-hmm. people think it's a war. They think of somebody going, we're picking up a gun, going somewhere. I'm talking about a warfare, uh, economic warfare, and educational warfare a spiritual warfare, a psychological warfare, a physical warfare, and a mental warfare. Because and, we're still in, and we're still encased in warfare in the media, just in how we're still portrayed. But, mm-hmm. and, but this, that's what I was getting ready to get to. Constantly mm-hmm. bombarded in such a way mentally that the only thing we know is what we get from them. They control all of the media. They control all of it. So mental becomes psychology, becomes a dynamic of how we think. So 
we've got to learn to understand it. So physical, mental, and spiritual, and educational. They control the educational system. Do you really expect them to teach you how to overthrow them? That's really, that's and, really and so something have, to think about. That's right. We have to think about war in a different perspective. I'm not talking about going out mm-hmm. here throwing trash cans and burning down a, a few buildings in your neighborhood. I'm talking about psychologically preparing for war against a system that is, you know, is built and substantiated and hot trying to destroy our very existence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we have, in order to do that, we have to plan. What is the plan? Yeah. The plan is to gain knowledge. And how do you mm-hmm. gain knowledge? You gain knowledge from your historical being, from past, mm-hmm. from your ancestors, mm-hmm. people who mm-hmm. understand who they are instead of mm-hmm. people like us who are trying to match and be a part of a system that is detrimental to our well-being. Mm-hmm. It's all about it. Yeah. And we have to we have to learn how to do this stuff, and at the same time we have to be invisible. Isn't that something? And Isn't I don't that something. And the reason why I say that is because if we go out, you and I, and 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 Paul, what we really think and how we feel, most of them would think we're crazy, or they'll try to get as far away from us as they can because they don't want to be connected to a philosophy that's contradictory to American or European philosophy. And you know, and you know what, too, to, 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 to uh, uh, add on to that, Dr. Quaker, which he's probably going to get to, is that, and while we're, we're running away from that ourselves, putting our heads in the sand, getting as far away as, as possible, uh, thinking that we have a chance to get better circumstances by disassociating with each other. At the same time, uh, we put a bullseye on our back because those who truthfully see what we're trying to do, you know, we become a, we become uh, something on their radar uh, in, ter- in, in, in terms of not being stealth. And they have ways of dealing with us by incarcerating us under false pretenses, exactly. by just annihilating exactly. us all together. <laughs> You know, and that's the part certain. I'm talking about invisible. We have to be able to do this stuff and only be visible to people who who are uh, um, open-minded, who are ready for to change the dynamic by which they live. Mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. always know that. You may. Think- we have to. We have to. So you're saying we have to be a we have to be a psychological and philosophical underground railroad, like they were. And, we were physically. That's- that is precisely what I'm talking about. But that doesn't mean that you uh, lost your masculinity or something. This just means that we're talking about warfare here. Let's go back to warfare. Warfare, uh, warfare is to prepare for war, but hope for peace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Prepare yeah. for war, but try to negotiate for peace. If mm-hmm. you notice, if you notice. And it's a poor example, but uh, what America always does. They, mm-hmm. they have more weapons than anybody on the planet. Mm-hmm. They're constantly preparing to do battles. While mm-hmm. at the same time, 
and they're in negotiations. We're trying mm-hmm. to eliminate the other, you know, the people who who may be a threat to them. Mm-hmm. Or, or people who aren't a threat because, see, the United States uh, is a threat, and what they and 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 I see what you mean as a threat. But to them, sometimes the threat is somebody that just won't go along with their program of occupation, of imperialism, of of exactly. of, of, but, of gaining but, access to your resources that they have no business having access to. You know. Well, we haven't we haven't even got to resources and stuff like that because mm-hmm. the reason it's so important to deal with ancestry because what mm-hmm. is ancestry? What does that mean to you? If I ask you that question, it's your people. It's the history of where you come from. It's the history of who you are. Now, you just hit on some really profound things right there, Dr. Kwaku, which 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 I want to share with us on the show, too, before, um, just a little bit about it, before, again, you give us that 15-point program that we've been waiting to hear. And also, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I'd like you to share your experiences uh, in the theological uh, uh, theological realm, from from uh, you're, you're a you're a uh, uh, you have a doctorate degree in in theology, so you studied uh, religion and its concepts, and so you know uh, what has been, what has been plagiarized uh, from African peoples, from original peoples dating all the way back to uh, hieroglyphics and and things before that. So I want you to be able to touch on all those. I don't want to forget about Paul Washington. I want to let him just say something really quick. And, of course, I want to come back to you, Dr. Kwaku, so you can share the 15-point program and talk talk to us in terms of some of the examples that we have to get past. And, you know, religion is going to be one of the things that I'd love for you to, t- to speak on. So, uh, Brother Paul, as we have another call or two, but, uh, Brother Paul, if there's something you'd like to interject here, take take a minute or two, and then we're going to see who this other caller is, and then I'd like to um, come back to Dr. Kwaku and impose a couple of things. So would you like to say something now, uh, Brother Paul I'll Washington? Just, I'll just make a brief comment, um, Dr. Kwaku's mm-hmm. comment. I've been, uh, I guess, doing my own little personal research because of the talk show, mm-hmm. and um, I run into Power, Powernomics by uh, Dr. Mm-hmm. Rod Anderson. Mm-hmm. Good friend and, of Dr. Uh, Kwaku's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matter of fact, um, we're on the same page, so I can just continue to listen to him, and, and I know where I'm going. So um, making a big point, you know, as far as our community, where we come from, you know, that whole aspect, I guess we have to reach back as adult men and remember how we were brought up when it was, uh, I would say, predominantly owned homes in the black community. I know my grandparents and my parents and family at that time was part of that environment. So we don't have mm-hmm. that far back to go. Oh, we got like, you know, 25, 30 years. I know I was a mm-hmm. homeowner in the black community. So everything is attainable. But like Dr. Quigle said, we've been so fallen and caught up in the social media, Internet access, and not still doing a sustainability on our own assets and where we can develop and build our own community. So that's basically why I'm following you and your program is to be a spokesman or an example to that element. We have to re-educate ourselves that for history, even to our slavery and the whole mentality of where we come from, that we were a people that built a nation 
And like he's saying, mm-hmm. now we're number three, number four position when it comes to accessibility, resources, and ownership of businesses. So mm-hmm. be on point. Mm-hmm. We just have to now put that message out there so the following generations can have, you know, that, 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 that information so they can rebuild. That's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We don't have a rebuilding process. So I'm mm-hmm. going to go that topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> eloquently said. Eloquently said. We have another caller from California. Would you like to? to engage with us, or you just uh, want to listen right now? Um, actually, right now, I'm just, you know, tr- just trying to um, just listen to a little bit of what's happening. I, come okay. up, I came, came in a little late. Yeah, uh, okay. Okay. I apologize for that. <laughs> oh, hey, you're never late when you're on. Whenever you come on, you come on five minutes before we go off, you're still right on time. And then, of course, mm-hmm. you can, like, I, like I always say at the beginning of the show, you can go to the website. You haven't missed anything within an hour after the show's over. Everything's edited, and it's back online just by going to www.t25cl.com, clicking on Galaxy Talk Radio, scrolling down to Soul Vibrations under the Thursday moniker, and then clicking on my picture and click on my picture. All the shows, including tonight's show, will be mm. there for you to, to listen mm. to. So, so oh. thanks, my brother, for, for tuning in. Um, we're talking about more of the same. We're just we're just giving more and more information each time. And, and I, Dr. Quaker has a 15 point program. I want I want him to share with us. I want him to also talk about the things that he's come to know in in the in the realm of spirituality, having a doctor's degree in theology, <clears throat> among some of his other accomplishments. Um, what I'd like to mention first, and I and I'll condense this down as far as I possibly can before Dr. Quaker comes back in. Um, one of one of the things that we're trapped under, because there are so many examples, and um, the fact that religion is a billion dollar industry, but it, but but it's but it's conceptualized and and plagiarized uh, according to some of the research that I've gotten from various different um, sources. That mm-hmm. um, um, I'll just I'll give you a real quick picture. Uh, over ten over ten thousand years ago, um, the sun provided vision, warmth, security, uh, uh, plant life, uh, vision. Without the sun as we know it, there wouldn't be life on this planet. The mm-hmm. stars were mm-hmm. were were were, were uh, uh, used to uh, as a means of, of of tracking eclipses, full moons, and uh, um, uh, uh, the equinox and 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 and, and uh, uh, the solstices, the changes of of uh, twelve twelve months, four seasons, and all of those different things, and 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 we call we call this the constellation celestial groups, and the sun the sun was personified, the sun was personified uh, as as God's son back. In ancient Kemet and and in ancient Egypt and things, we depended upon the stars to give us everything we needed to know as a blueprint to how to live, when to plant, when to plant seeds, and to do things on this planet. And so, um, God's son became a man, according to those who plagiarized what we left behind, the roadmaps that we left behind uh, turned into uh, the sun as we know it, all now becoming 
uh, a man named Jesus. And there are some things you can look up that will show you in the beginning in Egyptian, uh, in, in ancient Egypt over 3,000 years ago, Horus was where everything started. And, and, and Set was supposed to be his arch, his arch enemy. So good and evil, light and dark. What, what, uh, Set was, uh, you know, all of these things, uh, Addis, ancient Greece, 1,200 years B.C., Krishna of India, 900 years B.C., uh, Dionysus, 500 years B.C., Mithra of Persia, 1,200 years. There are so many different things that came hundreds of years apart from each other, but why did they all share the death, uh, the birth on December 25th uh, uh, of a virgin, uh, uh, the burial, the resurrection, the 12 disciples, all of these things. When they were separated by hundreds and some by thousands of years, how could they come up with the same thing? The only way you could come up with just using common sense that all of these different aspects had the same thing is they were looking at the same blueprint. And the blueprint must have been simply looking up and reading the stars. When you talk about the eastern stars, or you talk about the three kings, well, there were three stars that were aligned during a certain time of the year that lent themselves uh, uh, to the brightest star in the east, which was, which was uh, Sirius. But man turned those three stars into three kings in the book. So they turned everything that we look to the sky for in our spirituality, it turned all of that into a story about man. And at the end of the day, we'll, we'll, the death, the burial, and the resurrection basically came down to the winter solstice coming to, coming to a point where at its, at its last three days, on the 22nd, the 23rd, and the 24th, the earth was at its lowest point uh, in its axis around the sun and it gave, and it, where it stopped. And that signified three days of death. That death at the end of the, of the winter, you look and you see everything covered in snow. There are no flowers blooming. There's nothing. That's the death. The sun death was represented by the harvest. But on the 25th, which was the beginning of the, uh, going towards uh, spring again, the sun started its ascension up. They turned the sun's ascension up, which is giving life again, they turned that into a man rising from the death and going up into the clouds. They, have t they say they call it the greatest story ever told, and people don't even realize who ride around with this symbol on, their, on, the, on the bumper of their car, Jesus lives, with that fish symbol. They don't realize that's a pagan astrological symbol for the for the uh for the kingdom age of Pisces. And when you look at uh uh Luke twenty two and ten, it says, Behold ye, when we are entered and we meet the bearer of water, follow him into the house where he entereth in. And then it, there's another scripture that says, I will follow you even until the ends of the world, which is talking about uh the end of the world. But that's the end of an age. If you look to the stars, it's the end of the age of Pisces and the dawning of the age of Aquarius. These are different things that progress uh, among, among the stars that we have read for thousands of years. 
But man has found a way in his predator mentality to gain control of people to turn it into a story about men. And even then, as Africans, because we were the leaders and the blueprint for that, we were the biggest threat. So we were told that we were the lowest of the low. We were not allowed to read. It was a felony to read. But then when we finally got emancipated, we were told this is the first book that you can read, and this is your salvation. And to get that, the book contradicts itself. It says you have equal covenant with Jesus. So you're like his brother. You have all the same things at your, at your uh, availability that Jesus had if you walk in this light that Jesus walked in. But ironically, if you have equal covenant, why does it also say, no one can come to the Father but by me? And you look on the wall, and who is it? It's that same one that had his foot on your neck, the guy with the blue eyes, the blonde hair. You have to talk to him first to make intercession on your behalf with God, who's supposed to be your father. You can't go to – when have any of us in our household had to talk to a big brother or, 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 or a big sister to get permission to talk to our father? We could go straight to our Father. So the things that are in that book have good scripture, but, again, it's been plagiarized from its original content and been used as a method of control. And so I'm going to let Dr. Kwaku say something as I share this last little piece of something, which will be shorter than what I just shared. Um, I've been talking to someone at the uh, Smithsonian Institute, and they have been able to go back uh, to the 14th century in regards to my family. And when you talk about your ancestry and who you are, where you come from, what your purpose is on this planet, the one thing we found out from our names, on my, on my father's side, we have Jeffries, Dawkins, Freelands, and Garrett. So on my mother's side, we have Peace, P-E-A-C-E, Parkers, and Sykes. And what I found out, and of course, this pertains to all of us in terms of we were Africans first, and we came over here. Some of us landed in Cuba, Dominican Republic, uh, 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 Puerto Rico. Every place you see black people in the islands that look just like us were Africans. They just landed there before they reached the main island, Florida, Louisiana, and so on and so forth. But as we hit the Carolinas, as we hit Virginia, uh, the upper states along the eastern seaboard, this is what I found out with my family. My great-great-great-great-uncle had one sibling. Their mother, her name was Willa Sykes, she was a slave, of course, when you go that far back. There was a gentleman who had, who had a wife. Uh, he was a white man who had a wife that couldn't have children. So he had... Two children, one of them, my great-great-great-uncle, his name is Benjamin Franklin Mason Sykes. His father, that I'm a descendant of, is King Henry IV of England. We also found out that Jimmy Carter, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, these things don't impress me. They're famous people. They're famous white people. Um, we... We're going to all find that somewhere in there we've had some family members that were raped. So don't be surprised at who you're related to, but know that 
where you come from comes long before they, before we even get to that because we come from Africa. So, again, keep those things in mind. The ancient teachings uh, that Dr. Kwaku has studied along his theological uh, trails, I'd like for him to, to share with us and, and to add some light to that and then give us his 15-point program. So, um Dr. Kwaku, if you could, and that's just just my example uh, from my family. Um, this person that I talked to, the Smithsonian, that went back to the 14th century is still doing more research on the other names in my family on both the mother's and father's side. The mm-hmm. fortunate thing from the fortunate thing for me is um, this lady is uh, my first cousin, Dang. and she just she just retired from the Smithsonian Institute. Oh my and God. What, and what she and what she specialized her study, mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I'll tell you here what what her field of study were, mm-hmm. which, which was a really which was really a blessing, was mm-hmm. affili- affiliations and exhibits, which means that all other museum institutions across the United States get the the depth of history. The, mm. the, 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 the headquarters is the Smithsonian Institute. It has, his, has historical stuff that goes global, mm-hmm. and especially mm-hmm. in the United States, when museums come up, they want to gather inf- any information. Wherever they fall short, mm-hmm. they go to the Smithsonian. And, mm. and uh, my cousin, uh, she was instrumental in affiliations with other museums and providing information. And mm. because of, of 30, she was, she was a Howard uh, University graduate, and she lives in Baltimore now. But but because of all that experience, mm-hmm. though she's retired, she still has access to everything she needs to do our genealogy. And she has mm-hmm. told me in the things that I've shared with her, what we're doing out here on what my cousin's back east called the West Coast, mm-hmm. we, try and keep, we try and keep the connection. She said, if you have other family members that have problems finding anything, you, I can give you some information to have them pass on to me, and I can help them find out who they are and where they came from. She shared with me Ancestry.com is owned by the Mormons. Now, mm-hmm. the Mormons the Mormons bought the rights to all of our uh, slave records. And, mm-hmm. and there was a time where to transcribe, you know, paper, paper gets old and shredded and, and, and crumbly. So mm-hmm. as, technology, <laughs> as technology moves forward, the, the, the idea is to turn things over to digital and microfiche no, and all that. So, no, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so what, they, what, they, what was too expensive was, was to go out and hire people to do it. So what do they do? They do yeah. just like they, they get government contracts and do just like they do when they, when they use prisoners on the uh, fire line to put out fires, when they use prisoners right. as chain gangs to build railroads. What right. they did, but what they did was they commuted sentences to white prisoners only five years off their sentence if they would go into the prison program as transcribers to transfer information no. over for the Mormons. No, no, but, but, no. but here's what happens. When you, let me say this. When you, mail your stuff, when you mail your stuff to Ancestry.com, the federal government has access to your DNA, which means there are a lot of brothers who were in prison because DNA said that they were at the crime scene. You got Tom Jones, the white dude, Tom Jones, the black dude. When you get to that Tom Jones, the black dude, it's like, we got to close this case. You say there's a chance that he was there, that's good enough. But now 
they they started looking at records again, and they said, well, yeah, there was a chance he was there. You forgot to say it was a 30% chance. The 70% chance was the white Tom Jones who was there, but but why put it on him when you can put it on a black person? So ancestry DNA, you have to tread really lightly with them because you're giving your DNA out there to other entities that could that could lead to your incarceration, just simply trying to find out. And like Dr. Quaker has said, why would they do something to help our situation? There's a, always an advantage. And if these niggas want to find out who they are, let's see if we can attach them to some of the things that have been happening throughout this country instead of admitting that our kids are the ones who are NRA members that shoot these schools up. Let, when that happens, let's, let's not talk about color when we talk about suspects. Let's talk about uh, brothers shooting brothers in the hood. Let's redirect the newsreels to that type of stuff as opposed to staying with what the real issue is. So um, we have to look at other alternatives. When you start doing your historical uh, uh, genealogy, keep your mind open to things other than just Ancestry.com. At the least what they'll do, instead of telling you that you're related to all these different white men, Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, because we have those names too, instead of, at the least, if they don't have an agenda plan to incarcerate you, they'll just say, okay, well, Thomas Jefferson was from Normandy, uh, uh, so on and so forth, was from England. So they'll just say, yeah, you have part Normandy, part England, part Africa, part, they'll give you just a basic summary, but they won't give you any actual names of who the rapists were in your, in, 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 uh, in your, along your family tree, you know, because they they don't want to admit or take uh, uh, any any um, responsibility for those things. Just like just like how the first of the black sharecroppers uh, had their money stolen by banks while while the money was sitting in there for a month to be cleared. Show me your papers. Uh, you can bank with us. You uppity so and so, but you have to let us hold your money for thirty days. You come back and they say we got good news and bad news. You are who you say you are. Your money's good. Here's the bad news. We don't know where your money is. Now, you try suing me in the 17 or 1800s and seeing if any jury is going to award you something, so you just lost the money. There are Fortune 500 companies that started their business off the backs of our families as well. And I know from owing taxes over three or four years how much that interest can go. So if you've been owed interest from a Fortune 500 company for 150 years, how much money are you owed? So those are just some things to think about that I wanted to share. And, and go ahead and, and, and speak, brother, and then I'm, we're going to let Dr. Quaker hit on his 15-point yeah. program. Mm-hmm. Those days were very, very bad. And as far now, we have really spanned. We came from the Bible, and we came all the way to a whole other place. Now we're going to start mm-hmm. with the Bible. And like with the Bible, it's like, um. Nobody even knew what everybody else looked like. I really have a problem when people, um, you know, have this category. You know, it's like um, you have to, um, you know, nobody knew what was going on. And, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, and during that, nobody knew what was going on. And people said, oh, let's sit down. And, uh, okay. And write uh, a script. No, and this had to come a long time later that mm-hmm. somebody said that son of Ham 
was the dark skin. Mm-hmm. Now, who, who said mm-hmm. that? <laughs> you know, that yeah. there you go. We, 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 we have to trust, we have to trust all these messengers. We have to trust all these messengers no. in between and everything. But, you know, but, you know, people, well, you know, basically in the historical context of everything, people are just trying to eat and people are just trying to sleep and people are just trying to get along or steal or kill each other. And, um, mm-hmm. and we did all come from Africa, and that has mm-hmm. been true. And that's scientific, and it's not um, political. Debatable. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not so, debatable. Yeah. It's not political. It's not religious, and it's not uh, something up for base. You know, for you know, for us to talk about. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, people want to say. People want to say, no, that's not true. They can't. Re- you know, it, it's been proven. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah. And you know, it's kind of bad that a lot of uh, you know, we really have, if you love history, and I love history, if you love history, you got to be so very, very, very open-minded and diligent. You have to, you, you, you have to really say, you know, I really think that this is true. <laughs> you know, I'm not just saying it because I want it to be true. You've got mm-hmm. to be true. Because, you know, I want stuff to be true. I don't want everybody to be black. But the thing is, if you, if, you know, if it's not true, then you can't say it unless you have proof for it. You know, like people, Certainly. Certainly. Like, like people say Cleopatra is, is, is black. She's Greek. And, you know, the Egyptians, they're Egyptians. And, you know, the Kush, the you know, the Kush, the they were the black people. And the Egyptians didn't like the Kush. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. you really have to be good with your history because you don't want people to be laughing at you. It's like, oh, God, they're trying to make shit up. You know, you have to be mm-hmm. good with, with your stuff. You know, that's mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and it's, um, those are some good points. Those are, yeah. some, very, very, those are some very good points. And, and mm-hmm. Dr. Dr. Kwaku, if you... If you could, if you'd like to elaborate on this, if you want to bring any of your theological uh, uh, studies into it, or if you want to just comment on that and, and still take us to the 15-point program, uh, please enlighten us with something more. Thank you again for that, my brother. That was, you know, you, you get it here first. Everybody that comes here comes comes, comes, as, comes as students of the game, as, 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 as people who want to know the truth. See, the truth, the truth is the authority. The authority isn't the truth because we can vote. We can vote and change whatever we want to change. Two plus two equals ten, equals ten if we decide to vote that it's no longer equals four. So it means facts. Facts are changed all the time. Non-facts are presented as facts all the time depending upon who you vote for, what your religious affiliation is, how many guns you have on the shelf. But right. when you look, but when you look at truth for what truth actually is, mm. which is the concept of science and mathematics, mm. then you come up, then you come up with dates and origins and 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 uh, chemical equ- uh, chemistry equations and things that prove that whatever 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 DNA is soaked in that blood is soaked in that DNA mm-hmm. in that garment. 
you can mm-hmm. you can you can you can tie who that belongs to more so than somebody just coming along and saying, "Look, uh, I want you to believe that this is what that is. That's ghost mm-hmm. blood. That's not mm-hmm. that's not a human's blood, even though it, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's human clothing. It's human cloth. Sure, there's mm-hmm. a possibility that you could use some cloth to do something else, but if you have unwavering uh, proof that from scientific study that that it is what it is, you have to be open-minded enough and willing to accept. You have no choice but to accept facts when they're placed in front of you that yep. can't be disputed. And this, and this country is based upon so much, so much cognitive ignorance because it's not comfortable to talk about. I yep. refuse. I just, I just simply won't believe it. I just rather believe this lie I've been living for the I last agree. hundred years because mm-hmm. I got my money up, my money invested in it. I done told my kids all that. They're going to look back at me and, like, say, Grandpa, why you been telling me this lie for this long? Instead of me saying, I believe that that was the truth, but I found out that it's not, so I want to correct you on that. We're afraid mm-hmm. to do that. that. That's too much work. That's, mm-hmm. that's, 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 that's too much. That's too much. That, 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 that's cultural laziness. You'd rather sacrifice your culture just to be comfortable than mm. step outside the box and, mm. and, lay, and lay, something, lay something that will liberate those that come after you from your mm-hmm. seed. Lay, mm-hmm. you, you figure whatever I take to the grave with me, I'm comfortable with. Mm-hmm. But, I had a ch- but I had a chance to provide a better life for the rest of my culture and the rest of my family and the rest of my community. But I, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not thinking about that. I just want to just be comfortable, you know, and just and just move on. And you know, they'll pick up the fight and figure it out. You know, why do that when you know that it, that, that that's not acceptable? Uh, Doctor Kwaku, give us a little something here because I keep rambling on. I, uh, what is it you want me to respond to, brother? Because you okay, guys, you brothers have spoke about a number of issues. And yeah, well, 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 give us your 15-point program and get and give us something uh, in terms of the things that you've discussed. Let me just do yeah. some research on it. Do you know what that means? Now say it again. You were breaking up. Magente. Haru Magente? Magente. Magente. H-E-R-U-M-A-K-G-T-E. No, I don't. It's an African word. Are you familiar mm-hmm. with the word Sphinx? Sphinx? Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. familiar with Sphinx? Mm-hmm. Sphinx is the Greek word. Okay. And if you look it up, if you look it up, it means to strangle or to hold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand where I'm going with this now? Now listen to what I'm saying here. Haru. Do you know who Ru was? Ru was the original uh, person that was put into the the son of God. And that's what Ru Magente means. It means on the horizon. Um, that was the, the, sun, uh, the Egyptian sun god, Heru Ra. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. All this comes after that. Word, all this stuff comes after that, and then you come down to the Roman culture. But if you look at it, if you look at okay, uh, uh, Pasak, who was the uh, was the husband 
of the ancient teachings of uh, of uh, Kemet, which is Egypt, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and the Greek. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you go back and you look at it, if the wife was Aseth, was the wife mm-hmm. was the wife of Assad. Mm-hmm. In Greek, it was Isis. Mm-hmm. And if you go back and look at the sun, uh, it was Aru in ancient Greece. In Greek, it was Horus. Mm-hmm. 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 So we come down, and we come down this, and if you know the story about this, where uh, uh, the sun, Haru, searched all over the land to find all his body, uh, father's body parts. Mm-hmm. They could pay uh, respects to his death because he was such a great leader. Mm-hmm. And because of this, when the story was born, that uh, that was a, a, what you call it, immaculate conception. When he mm-hmm. found us, then the spirit of him entered into our set, and she brought forth a son, which was her root which was the first son of God. Haru, remember I was talking about Haru Magente? Yep. Yep. And and a lot of people, a lot of people, you're you're breaking up quite a bit, Dr. Koiku. Okay. A lot of people think when they're looking at the Sphinx, they're looking at African history. They're looking at the Greek version. Well, all of that, you know, all of that is like, the, you know, they call it what, what's that word, primeval. It's like the four time. And then, um, here we go. We got Isis and Osiris. And then his brother Seth killed him and cut him up and threw him in the river. And then Isis went and gathered all the pieces up. And then... She procreated um, Horus, and he killed Set and resurrected Osiris. And there it is. And the thing is... But, but the funny thing about that is you're getting the names, but it was uh, Hassar, Aset, and Haru. Those and you, were, you know, and that, that is so cool. You know, those are the real names. The other names, the ones I didn't say. These names are the good names. The yeah. names that you're naming are Osiris, <laughs> Iris, and Horus. And <laughs> you're right. Those are the Greek names. You know, the ones I was saying was the Greek names. You had right. the original names. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and, but what I'm saying to you is not that we are disagreeing we have to look at history in order to, to gain knowledge and power. The original name, this is mm-hmm. where the whole story of, of this so-called Jesus Christ uh, came out of. And, you know, the you really got me, you know. The son of God. Haru was the son of Hassan, which was the wife, uh, you know, of Seth. Yeah, You know, you know, when you first said Haru, I'm like, okay, uh oh. <laughs> I better shut up and listen. listen. <laughs> I mean, man, I'm like, you had the original, the, the God's original name. I ain't heard nobody say that. <laughs> yeah, 
the reason why I say that is this, because if we look at it, see, the thing that we have to understand is that mm-hmm. what we made our mistakes at and mm-hmm. trying to adjust to a European culture is mm-hmm. that we have adapted for the last 2,000 and some odd years mm-hmm. to some mm-hmm. other culture. And the more we adapt to these cultures, the further away from African spirituality we get. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. in order for us to overcome this stuff that we have indoctrinated with for the last, uh, 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 you know, 6,000 years, right. people like 400 years of slavery, this, that, that but it's 6,000 years, mm. you know, so, uh, on the time clock that we create. Because if you look at it, if you go to Rome, uh, Rome uh, took over about 30 BCE. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So they defeated the Greeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they But Rome, the Catholic mm-hmm. Church and all this stuff was born out of. They created this person they called Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. In our history, Nothing like that mm-hmm. ever existed. Mm-hmm. But, people, but people don't want to believe it because for so many hundreds of thousands of years, mm-hmm. people have been indoctrinated. Every mm-hmm. time Greeks come into play, and then the Romans came in and took it to the next level. But the real level goes back to who we are. Thank you. Who we are and what Thank these you. things meant. We want to continue to follow after some misguided information of people mm-hmm. who can't manipulate it and change. Mm. The mm. You know, mm-hmm. it's like just like if you think about it, it's like you know the the, the three main uh, pyramids on it, it, on the plane of Giza. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they mm-hmm. one. Okay. They always say. Uh, Cheops, somebody, but the real names is uh, Khufu. That's that's the big the the, the big pyramid. Khufu, Mankare, and uh, the other one is Khafre. Yeah, and see, the Greeks uh, gave those uh, the pyramids a lot of names after you know. You know, thousands of years. They come by there and say, look at this big shit. Excuse my friend. Look at this big stuff. You know, and they come and look at that, and, you know, it's like, you know, they give it anything they want to. You know, it's just kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, just like in the Bible and stuff. You know, maybe, you know, things have happened. The people, you know, kind of always say, you know, always give it, you know, always, you know, just like the movies, you know, you just have to write it to make it look good for everybody mm-hmm. who wants it. Mm-hmm. 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 Let, let, let me let, let me interject this real really quick. Um, mm-hmm. This may sound a little bit way off to the left, but no, that's all um, right. <laughs> uh, uh, um, my my uh, my, my I, I'm 60, so let's just say hypothetically, my my 80 year old father who who taught me how to fix a car, he mm-hmm. had a blueprint. He had a mm-hmm. blueprint. He said he said he said this is a muffler, mm-hmm. you know. That that's a that's a carburetor. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, that's a, uh, a, 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 a what do you call it a transmission. 
that, you know, you name, you name all of these things in a car, and then my father tells me that. Then you skip over me, and let's pass it to my grandson. When he picks up this blueprint, my father, my youngest grandson, never, never, he, my, my, my father was deceased before he came along. So, mm-hmm. so when I hand something to my grandson and I say, look, this is a muffler, that's mm-hmm. a so-and-so, and he asked me where did I get that information. I said, well, your grandfather, my father mm-hmm. passed that down to me. Mm-hmm. Now, let's, take that, let's just take that cognitive concept right there and look at this. When we look at uh, Horus and, and, and Attis and Krishna and Dionysus and Mithra and all these different, uh, you know, we're talking about Greece and Persia, uh, India, Egypt, mm-hmm. when we talk about them being separated by hundreds and some of them thousands of years, anywhere from 3,000 B.C. to 1,200 to 900 years B.C. to 500 mm-hmm. years B.C., mm-hmm. uh, when, when, here's, here's what I'm asking. How is it that all of them, if you look them up, all of them share some profound similarities? and profound attributes where they talked about the number 12, uh, being born of a virgin, performing miracles, being crucified, being buried, being resurrected. It, but seemed, you know, it, would seem, it would seem to me, but let me just finish this part. It would seem to me for all, for all of them to have that similarity but to be from some completely different uh, eight coming completely different ages where they didn't originally even come in contact with each other. How is it possible that they could see all of that unless there was some type of a blueprint that they had to be going from that was similar? And the only blueprints and the only blueprints yeah, that could be would be. Let me let me finish. Let me finish. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me let me let, 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 me, let me finish this. Let me finish this point because uh, I, I want everybody to answer, but I just want to finish this part up. We, th- th- there is either, th- there's either a blueprint on, uh, on, on, the gr- on the ground or one in the sky for us to all come up with a similar story. That's the only question I'm asking. So go, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, like the, blueprint, the blueprint is is the original history. You know what history is? History is the cycle of man's eventual use of knowledge to prepare for the future. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what that means? That means that these people came in when the Greeks came in and invaded, and 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 got a foothold into Kemet. What you mm-hmm. referred to were naturally. What did Alexander the Great do? He was a Greek. They stole mm-hmm. all of the robbed the libraries. They stole all written materials. Mm-hmm. They took mm-hmm. it and they rewrote it. Uh, according to Greek philosophy, to fit their needs. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's so there's the where the similarities come well, in. Yep. Put the, that's that's the, the similarities yep. come from the fact that they are the same story, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they are different in certain aspects of it. If you look mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the uh, uh, you know the Haru, who was mm-hmm. the original, who was murdered and and cut into fourteen pieces and split up. And then his, they go out and they find him. His wife goes out and find him and bring all those parts back together. 
is the resurrection. Mm-hmm. It's the mm-hmm. resurrection brought him mm-hmm. back and his mm-hmm. spirit. But mm-hmm. his spirit hoovered over her mm-hmm. and impregnated her and brought, guess what? A group, which is the son mm-hmm. of God. And that's where the story comes from that you cannot mm-hmm. get into the heavenly space mm-hmm. except through the sun. You know, mm-hmm. you cannot see the Father. You understand what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why I asked that question, because that's all I want for the people out there that listen is that clarification. And, and, Quaker, and Dr. Quaker, when you go back to, like you said, before, before this guy came from Greece, those original scriptures, there's where my question lies. The original, the, 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 the original scriptures that you're talking about, mm-hmm. where, where did they derive those scriptures from? Were these things that were evident in man in front of them, or were these things that were of a spiritual something that, that, that you could find in certain formulas just through astrological terms? And, and but, what, 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 I mean, I'm mean, talking but, about the original. But, you, know, the original. you know, the Greeks, when they came there, you got to understand that when the Greeks came there, that was Alexander the Great, when he came there, uh, he conquered Egypt. And he became, you know, that's when um, Egypt, you know, Greek. I mean, I know no one wants to think about Egypt being, you know, Greek. But there were, you know, millions of Egyptians. But the, the ruling elite were Greeks. And, you know, they came there and they had all kind of, diff, you know, all kind of, you know, um, uh, 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 classical, you know, um, stuff in their minds and stuff. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, it's like, but, the, you know, they could not shake that Egyptian thing, whatever the Egyptian thing, but we want to think that it's a black thing, but it was a black thing. I think that there's a lot of black in Egypt, but it's like, you know, it, for a long time, Egypt, and the uh, Nubia, they were not, they were not friends. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, you know, it's just like th- today people, you know, it's like I, what, <laughs> you know, and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, and I, 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 I understand, I understand what you're saying. I really do. I guess mm-hmm. what I'm really trying to, again, trying to really get an understanding uh, for from is, um, I understand what was stolen. I'm talking about let's go back to what, as far back as we can discover what the original scribes were, what was the motivation for those scribes? That's the best way I can ask that is, uh, I mean, before before the Greeks came, I'm talking about when we talk about the first oh, writing to tell, that started to tell, this stuff, were, were, were those writings something that was started from, were those, were those writings developed? From man's actual experience of an immaculate conception no, of those things, or, or were they inscribed originally no. from something we that was on a spiritual that was on a spiritual level and turned into no. a story about man and going forward? No, they wanted to let people know. It's like, look, I know I'm gonna die, and I am the biggest nut in the world, and you are going to know what I did. And they wrote that shit down, and they wanted people to see that. And it's like, mm-hmm. I want big, 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 big. 
you know, they so, want so, 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 so when they wrote that down, did they write that based upon them seeing, seeing the seeing, seeing the birth of the uh, of, of Horus or the God or what or 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 did or did they write down a formula that they got out of out of out of what at one time we used to use to know? Hey, look, the best time to plant seeds is during the spring. The best time to uh, I mean, the best time to plant uh, is in the fall or whatever. The spring is when stuff comes to bloom. Where 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 what was the mindset? For the scribes that I'm talking about, I mean, I mean, was, this was a person saying, "I'm going to be God, and I'm going to leave this behind for everybody to uh, pick up." But, well, then, see, but then, if you're, but if you're the God, were you really the God, or were you getting this information from something that was of a higher power? But you know, number you know one, what I'm but I, I hear you, and you know, but the kings, they they couldn't they couldn't read, they couldn't write. That's why they needed scribes. You know, and um, they had somebody sitting there writing. You know, they they, they and he, you know, and, and, and and he's writing information based upon based yeah. upon what somebody what somebody tells him. Just, just, just sitting there, just saying, isn't he great? He the most most prettiest person in the world, and they sitting there writing it because you know the kings could not write. <laughs> mm-hmm. And here's what I and here's what I'm wondering: when he's writing that, is he looking up and saying? Look at those constellations up there. Look at those three stars. Look at the uh, 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 then at the east and there's the there's the, the, the serious uh, uh, star that's the brightest star of all. That's that that's the leader, and there there are the three kings lined up right next to it. I mean, if they are they are they turning this into a story about man that gets passed on no, to us, but that turns no. into religion? No. Or, no, they would not dare do that unless they went to a priest who was saying, I need you because I'm looking at the stars and I want you to record what I'm looking at. And that's how they well, did see, it. Well, see, well, see that's what that, – thank you. That's what I'm getting at, that the whole story started from the stars. The whole story started from the constellations. Mm. There, wasn't, there wasn't somebody being impregnated by some hocus pocus, and all of a sudden I'm preg- I'm pre- I'm a human being, and I got pregnant and didn't have sex at all, and nobody injected anything into me. It just ca- how do we confirm that something that immaculate happened, or was that based upon, or was or was it or was the immaculate uh, conception actually based upon the perfect the perfect the perfect birth in terms of astrological we, we, and, we, then we, say, and then I'm saying, yeah, there was a man who was born in a manger. When you look, when you, if you know about, if you know about Jerusalem and the uh, and, and the house of wheat, those things were astro, were were were, were astronomical, were, 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 were astronomy philosophies that when people turned into, and they and they and they named the city Jerusalem after something that was in the sky. They named this. House of wheat after something that was in the sky, and then this horn of plenty concept after something that was in the sky. But when they pass the book to us, they try and have us believe that it actually started right on Earth. The writing, the teaching started on Earth, but it was based upon astrological concepts. That, but, that's but we're that's what to, my understanding is. The thing mm-hmm. is, it, you know, you know, the thing is. 
it, it's a bad, you know, it's a, yeah, to me, I think it's a bad thing. Human beings, you know, we think too much. You know, animals don't even go, you think they're thinking about all what we're talking about? You know, well, it's like, well, but well, well, um, well, 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 they're programmed. They're wired. They, they're not given the same intelligence yeah, but, we are. But and, and they get it. And they get it right all the time. <laughs> but you know, get it right but, all the time. But if if we if we you know the thing about human beings, if we get uh, something going on and you say okay, that, I like that. But if somebody comes back and say something else, then it's like hmm. You know, let me see if I want to embellish that and run with it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me embellish that and run with it. Hey, there's 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 a there's a movie. If, if all, if all, I, I want to get back to Dr. Kwaku's fifteen point program. I keep saying it, but Dr. Okay. Kwaku, uh, uh, brother Paul, my good brother, I'm talking to him right now. If be, be, between now and next Thursday's program, if any of us get a chance, and you have a laptop, you can go on YouTube. But mm. I would I, I would like to have a conversation around that movie. Psych guys, Z as in zebra, E I T as in Tom, G E I S T, Zeitgeist. If we could all look, if we could all look at Zeitgeist one. There's three of them, just like they're, just mm. like there's hidden colors one through three. This is a movie that's just as profound. Mm. It talks about conspiracy theories, nine eleven, you know, government stuff up to right now. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and it talks about world banks, but that's but that's two and three. But Zeitgeist mm-hmm. one jumps right on everything we're talking about with these religious concepts. And I would like to get everybody's feedback from what they got from that movie. If we could all just try and look at that movie and you can go to YouTube and put in Zeitgeist the movie and it will pop up and it is an it is a it is a Excuse me. It's an awesome movie mm. that talks that talks about the big business in religion, the control, mm. and all the different movies and things we've seen from the Book of Eli, which gave us a little the Denzel Washington, which gave us you know there's subliminal messages in a lot of the stuff that we look at on TV, even though it's for our entertainment. And when yes. you look at when you look at the book of with the Book of Eli, that that guy's main and it's a trip. Eli is a black man that's supposed to be protecting this book, and it's a white guy who 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 who's going to the ends of the earth to get this book from him because he said, "If I get that book, I got control of everything. <laughs> if I can get that book, I got control of everything." And and uh, Eli Denzel in this in this movie, I'm not going to tell you too much about it if you haven't seen it, but you know he was shot and d- all kind of stuff done to him, but but but. He was like Superman. The spirit kept mm-hmm. him moving. Kept him moving this book, and the message that you got uh, from this occupier, from this imperialist that was mm. trying to get a hold of this book, kind of brings to bear all the things that we're talking about now in terms of mm. how religion is based upon control concert, c- concepts. Um, you know, re- re- religion. Religion is basically uh, something that you can't. Well, you, you know, can't really, really. It's, 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 in a lot of ways, it's another form of enslaving people. When you look at how we're, we're we're held accountable under the guise of different religions. It's another you know, way of controlling people. I think mm-hmm. a, a lot of people, if they you know want to get into you know if they want to quote 
places and people and stuff in religion, they really got to get into history. You know, people don't exactly. I love me yeah, some yeah. history. You well, people, well, people, people are scared of the truth. The more you go back in history, the more things, some things might come out that aren't that favorable to what, mm. to what, whatever, whatever race you're attached to. It mm. might hurt your feelings. It might hurt your feelings. You know, would, mm. would you, would you, would you rather find out that that you came from a place of kings and queens, but you were enslaved along to get to where you are now, or would you like to say, oh, I came from a nation of slave owners. I was a slave master. You know. Would you would you be proud to say, oh yeah, I owned a hundred slaves. My my grandfather owned a hundred slaves back in the day. I, that would be that would be that, that would be like that would be like saying, oh yeah, I got away with rape a hundred times uh, about about two hundred years ago. You know, I, 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 I stole people, I stole people's land and property and money and got away with it. I'm proud of that. That's my head. That's my heritage. So, so 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 you lie and play like, well, nah, I don't even want to talk about that. That's the past. Well, let's just move forward. Which yeah. you're still bear, you're still bearing the fruit from being a, a, a rapist and a slave master, though, and, and I'm still being and I'm still being suppressed, so it's not acceptable. I know, you know, I if I know that I didn't do nothing wrong, and I know it was yeah. you, you know, but I, you know, if somebody did something wrong, but you know, do you think they're going to care? They're not going to yeah. care either. Of, of course, of course not. But you know what? If if if, uh, if if you really, if you really, and if that's the case, just go ahead and say it. But don't say things that, don't say things are equal. I would say, well, you know what? I, I didn't hurt it. I, I love black people. And, okay. and I hate, and I hate the way they're suffering as a result of what my forefathers made. So maybe I should speak up where, where, where I feel like I should if I see some injustices are done. Just because I'm white and I'm privileged, I shouldn't say, well, I don't no. do nothing, so well, if I happen to be privileged, then so what? When I speak up, I'm like, I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to say something, and this is fact, and you ain't going to go back and say, oh, you're lying. You know, I just want to make things, I'm like, this is the real, I'm telling you this, and I know for sure this is real, you know. Mm-hmm. What I that, that's the only way I'd be saying stuff like, you know, who wants Cleopatra to be black? Who cares? I mean, you know, shit like that. You know, or you're Nefertiti to be black. You know, who, who cares? Well, we know she wasn't, uh, what was that lady's name? Uh, Michael Jackson's friend? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the, one was, the one who was married about six or seven right. times. We know Cleopatra didn't look like that. Not, not right. a 105 right. degree heat. We, right. we know that's the truth. Well, right. well, Dr. Quake, well, Dr. Quake, who go to that 15 point program <laughs> because our salvation is going to come from what we can do. Mm-hmm. In our own community to reteach ourselves and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, Doctor Quinton, mm-hmm. hit us with that fifteen-point program. Because mm-hmm. you know what, there's so many. Let me see. Is Doctor Quinton, are you still there? Yeah, but I, I think I'm oh. losing battery. I only got about eighteen percent okay. of battery. Okay. In, in, no way you can plug in close by or something. Uh, no. Can you talk? Can you talk while you're plugged in? Well, let's let's let Doctor Quake who have as much oh, yeah, as you sure. uh-huh. give us right now. Go ahead, Doctor Quake. Give us as much as you can. I had mm-hmm. gave you the thirteen of those points last time we were mm-hmm. on. Okay, okay we'll start us off with fourteen and fifteen, then you can go back to yeah. the other. Fourteen with okay. human consciousness and world reality, and mm-hmm. and 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 although you guys been going on, you know, talking about the different aspects and the the different history, historical 
time period, human consciousness and world reality is based on that. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. your reality is based on what? You have to answer that question. Your reality is based on what? It's based on what you studied, what you know, mm-hmm. what you mm-hmm. see and say, and everything that's put in front of you all day long. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's becomes mm-hmm. your world reality. But mm-hmm. when you go back and you research the ancestors, when you go back and you research the historical consciousness mm-hmm. and find out what mm-hmm. comes in, you have a different consciousness. You have a mm-hmm. different reality. Mm-hmm. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. think, no matter how much we think we know, most of us think European. Mm. Because we are trying mm-hmm. to fit into a European system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're trying to fit into that. We get up, we go to work, we go to the universities, we learn how to do a job, and not once do we stop and think, why are we not running this? Why are we working mm-hmm. at this? Mm-hmm. 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 And people mm-hmm. even fool themselves by, by saying, well, I have my own business but you are still contributing to a system that's detrimental to the well-being of your people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and so okay. then we move on, move on to 15 because it's getting late and my body, my talent's about to run out. Psychology, okay. history, sociology. Politics, Master, I, it was great. I really enjoyed this, actually. Let him continue. Let him continue. Go ahead, Dr. Frank. Economics, anthropology, and education. Every Mm -hmm. one of those things are controlled by the people, the ruling class. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your psychology, your history, you don't learn about who you are going to their universities. The sociology, what do you learn? Sociology is a study of people, of things, of places. And what do you learn about? You learn about European concepts because that's the only one you live in. Political, mm-hmm. they have their own political arena set up. Mm-hmm. Designed. They're designed to keep you in bondage, but you continue mm-hmm. to participate in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, wow. wow. Well, well, you know what, Dr. Quickly? Um, yeah. I'd like, I like to go right into it next week. If you can come on next week, I'd like to go right into it with you talking on all 15 of those points, and then let's discuss Zeitgeist, the movie, after that. I'd, I'd like you to go into all 15 of those points, because I think we can get something from Zeitgeist, not necessarily something that we have to agree with, but something that gives us a basis for, uh, for, for some more uh, philosoph- philosophical debate stuff. I think that movie's a great thing to talk around, just like Hidden Colors and some of the other movies that are out there, but before we lose you, Dr. Quaku, I'd just like to make sure that if you come in next 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 week, we could start off the very beginning of the show going into all 15 of your points because I think that's going to really help us going forward with our agendas uh, going forward. So go ahead and finish out whatatever you want to, and then when you're well, done, I, I, the rest I, of us will keep engaged. Mm-hmm. I'm finished because my thing is going to cut off at any second here. and so Okay. What we, what we have to do is just, we have to focus on those things. Human okay. consciousness, okay. world reality, psychology, history, sociology, 
political science, economics, anthropology, and education. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And from that, we can form our own philosophy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those things can't be controlled by the people that used to own you. Mm-hmm. Because you are not going to figure a way out of it. They're going to continue to educate you toward their objectives. Mm-hmm. And wow. we have, it's not that I'm trying to get you to agree or disagree. I'm trying mm-hmm. to show how this process works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Learning. We are learning to be Europeans with melanin in our skin and in our body. Mm-hmm. And it goes mm-hmm. against everything that's in us. But we can't see our way out of it because we're immersed in their philosophy. We immersed we're in have, we have, we're having health food and just I mean health issues just in how we eat the foods that are that that aren't made that our bodies aren't made to process. And and that's their food. Point, and that's another one of the points that you guys missed last week that I was talking about. Diet is very, very important. Mm-hmm. It's very, very important. Health is very, very important. Our well-being physically and mentally is very much important because we have control over that. But you ever hear the term, uh, so-and-so is practicing medicine? So-and-so is practicing practicing medicine. Yeah. You understand that term? He's practicing. practicing. They don't know nothing. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Practitioner. Any guinea pigs. Practicing on you and I when we already have the answers, but we won't go back and do the research and find out what those answers are. And I'm going to get mm-hmm. off here less than 3 or 4% on this phone. But uh, that's what it's all about, brothers. It, it means that we have to study. We have to study to show yourself worthy. We have to diligently mm-hmm. look outside of the realm of, of informational compassion that we have in order for us to rise above it. If you're looking for the answers within the framework of what you're involved in, you're going to always be where you are. And um, mm-hmm. thank you guys for being on, and I'll be thank back. You. I'll be back with you next week. Okay. Thank you so much, Doctor Quaco. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Hotep, brother. Um, yep, Hotep. Uh, brother Paul, are you still with us? California, you're on the line. You still with us? Is that you, Brother Paul? Is that just me, Corey? Paul Washington in California. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, quite a mouthful. We all had a lot of stuff going on there, but I think I think we put some things out there that are worth uh, thinking on from this show to the next show, and we can come back a little stronger, even more organized, and. And again, that that movie Zygeist, which you saw, Paul, you and I talked about it during the week. You said you saw all three of them. Actually, you stayed up until yeah, yeah, stayed up, stayed up from like seven to three in the morning and stuff, watching all those movies. And uh, what do you think about? Uh, uh, give us give us some of your views on what we just talked about today, too, as you were patiently sticking with us. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> much appreciated, brother. Uh. I would just more or less get at um, what we covered tonight, you know, with the mm-hmm. history, the whole dialogue of Egyptian, the Greece mythology and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like I mentioned before, Dr. Claude Addison, Powernomics. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a basis to start from. We don't have to go that far. I mean, that type of history is out there, but is that what we need to use tomorrow for what we're trying to do today? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm listening more or less to say, okay, let's get to this, the uh, 15, 16 points that Dr. Quaker was talking about and start approaching and getting tasked up to spread that information. Mm-hmm. History on the Bible, mm-hmm. uh, God, Jesus, uh, uh, Muhammad, the whole, uh, Christian, the church. all of them. Mm-hmm. Now that's the that's the type of dialect you know we you know when we get out to the community. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a battle within itself. So mm-hmm. basically, Certainly. you know, uh, if we can start at a platform to empower ourselves as a, a black community, as black business yeah, that yeah. structure that and he's that, talking about. See, that, that, mm-hmm. that, that long-term history will just keep distraction. That's what will keep throwing us up against. And, 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 that's, a, and that's, a good, that, that's a very good point, Paul, because if we, if we get into the dynamics of religion, we'll never address what we need to do right now to better our situation. So we probably exactly. have to get out of the communities, like you said. We need to say, look, we are here. To address the state of the black union, we're not going to talk about what God or Jesus or or Muhammad or anybody can do to help with this circumstance. Because the minute you mention one of those, somebody who's not whatever it is you're talking about is going to say, my God, my God is the one that will fix it. Then you say your God is the one that will fix it. And now we're getting away from what we need to do to move forward. So the, the rest of What's that the stuff the is something, yeah, so that's a whole different subject for us to have uh, for us to have dialogue on. We can, we can do something where we talk specifically about religion, and we'll come away from that agreeing to disagree because I don't expect to, to change any Muslims over to Christians and I've been Christians to change over to Islam. Or or, right. or, or, or 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 Buddhists or Jews to change each other. We all know that the things that those really work for in reality are people who who are kind of lost and they're looking for some help and they're looking for anything that they can. And that's how people get caught up in cults too. You catch people when they're vulnerable. But if you're but if you but if you show by example your good works, you don't have to worry about. Uh, uh, converting somebody over and bringing them to your church any more than I would bring somebody into my uh, Masonic lodge. You know, a person doesn't want to be under control to a worshipful master any more than they would to an imam or a priest or or a rabbi or a reverend. That's that's their own personal issue, but we still don't have the right to condemn them or to damn them because we don't have the power, the authority to bring any of that to fruition. All we can be responsible for is being the best we can be. But, again, to uh, edify more what you're saying, Paul, that was a good point, that we need to just go right back right back to uh, addressing how let's put this plan in place, this 15-point program, and let's start working on the next event we're going to do, how we're going to raise money, what it's going to go towards in our community, whether it's health, wellness, education, uh, starting our own businesses, 
we need to come up with something that goes directly to the core of what our community and our culture need. And then everything else can be a debate along the way. But we right. need a direction, you know. Yeah. We need a direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, uh, share some things, too, Paul, that you've seen, if, you, if you'd like to, in terms of, uh, like, you, you worked for Kaiser for nearly 30 years. Uh, uh, you did uh, stuff in, in uh, uh, what, what do you call it, working with the computers and, and, and programming and stuff like that. And so you got to see what, what a lot of the politics were there and how education, alleged education, uh, is one of the things that are held over you. Of course, when you grow within the body of a corporation, they want to know that you are educated. I, I, I can certainly tell you that I knew a guy with a sixth-grade education that became chief engineer at Marin General Hospital because there was a time where if you could fix all the machines, I don't care how you learned how to do it. This guy started working in laundry, just 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 cleaning the bed sheets and doing all that down in the basement. And when the machines broke down and they were waiting on parts to be ordered, this dude fixed the machines. They came back to work on Monday and all the machines were running better than they ran in years without getting the new parts. And they were like, I could care less where you got your degree. How did you learn how to fix these machines? This guy started going all over the country, especially to Nevada, fixing old, outdated machines. As long as they're running, we don't have to buy a new machine. You're saving the hospital money. I know this old guy with a sixth-grade education who could fix all of these machines. Mm-hmm. We, we got, you know, and, 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 and you shared something uh, in, in, in your field at Kaiser where you were told, I believe, that you should – you should have been out of here doing your own thing. Remember well, that story you told me? I'll give you some, some good history on it. And then mm-hmm. I like to look I like to look up the history of that, that, that guy that fixed those machines in the sixth grade education. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. he created he created the uh I would say the customer to service uh, warranty. Meaning I'm mm-hmm. just I'm gonna jump into that. I had a situation where I fixed the uh, microfiche machine at work. Mm-hmm. Took it apart mm. because the uh, the motor wasn't running the conveyor belt right. Mm-hmm. Well, I fixed it, took it apart, got our material because the guy wouldn't come to Monday and it was Friday. Mm-hmm. When they came and it was running, they told mm-hmm. him if I fixed it again, it void the warranty because I'm not supposed to uh, put a uh, part on a machine. Yeah. So you really got to look at history. <laughs> but. Mm. Um, no, you know, just like we're trying to go back to um, our economics, our history, right? Mm-hmm. And even my example of Kaiser and my, my history of my family has always been the, I would say, adapt to the environment, meaning whatever we was exposed to, we created a small business or we created an entity out of it that we was able to do on our own, okay? And I just got mm-hmm. that type of history. But... Mm-hmm. Um, I have stuff from that, you know, back in 1988 when it was from dumb terminals going to 286. And even then at a young age, it was me thinking about the fact that we're not going to be able to think anymore as individual, as conscious mind. There's going to be two think or not to think, the PC evolution. But mm-hmm. 20, 30 years later throughout my career, I've seen how the IT, the technology has created the automation, the robotics, and everything and infrastructure. Mm-hmm. 
to replace the mm-hmm. human being within the workplace, right? Mm-hmm. So it's more of, um, I don't know, what, what's the mindset? At least the access, what can we do to make your job easier? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. our mind, our thinking creates the simplicity mm-hmm. of us teaching technology or artificial intelligence how to duplicate mm-hmm. what we do, right? Mm-hmm. So even when you're talking about the movies of Geist, uh, the listen to Cloud mm-hmm. Anderson, everything is kind of mm-hmm. like by design if you could pay attention to the mm-hmm. guys now, like Dr. Kwaku, that's done the research, that's been living for the years to be able to see and adapt to the changes, mm-hmm. the political changes, the collapse mm-hmm. of capitalism. So what I'm trying to do within the form of your platform is just look at today, the information that we can gather, put it to mm-hmm. use because it makes sense, and then change from left and go back right. You know, even when mm-hmm. I uh, talk with a young friend of mine that's, you know, uh, a panther child, right? It's mm-hmm. still that information of that old vanguard was just basically really giving a message to the community that if we can sustain mm-hmm. ourselves, take care of ourselves, and build the infrastructure that we need to stop the, the police brutality. You got to look at it like that was way back then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's nothing new. You know, like I was telling you guys before, everything is predictable. It's just now it's getting in line and changing it to the right from the left. Mm-hmm. So we don't have mm-hmm. that much work. We just got to put the right message out, construct it so it can get out, and you know, throw some action behind it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That sounds. That sounds. That sounds like a winner. That's 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 something that we that we're still working on. People still and and, and of course we haven't announced anything yet uh, because again people don't understand. How 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 uh, how many challenges there are when when you're working with mirrors? You know, we're all we're all we all have our own brands, but we're all in the grassroots stages in terms of um, uh, trying to find a way in. You know, uh, we have the formula, we know what it takes, we know what our agenda is, and sometimes that's why we have the biggest challenges because once we kick the door open, it's wide open. It's wide open when we come through, you know, and 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 uh, we've been talking to a number of clubs that want to do business with us, and of course, in doing in doing uh, good business, uh, smart business people don't necessarily take risks, you know. Some of some of the ones who actually live their dreams are the ones who take the biggest risks, but you have a lot of them, the majority of them, who are in a safe place, and they'd rather. Uh, you know, deal with deal with mediocre margins until something falls in their lap that uh, has a large startup investment in front of it. Then to say, well, look, this is a day where we only make a well. You know, we're open. It's not it's not happy hour. We you know we might make two hundred and fifty dollars on this particular day, and 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 another and a brand can come along and say, well, look, if you open that day, let us come in on a day where you're open anyway, and let us bring something extra to it that will pack this place and turn it into a $20,000 night. Well, what we've, what we've heard in the past is, well, yeah, you can come in and do all these things. We normally charge 2500 or 5000 to come in, but why don't you charge us 5000 for a night that you're open anyway? Let us, let us show you what we can do. You have nothing to lose. If nothing else, we'll bring you 10 more customers than you had on the average night. 
but they don't necessarily look at it like that, you know. And and uh, some of them have sat back and, 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 and looked at their books over a period of time and said, wow, you know, thinking about getting out of this business. And the other one, other one goes, you know what, let's give those people a chance because now a bell goes off. When they finally figure, well, you know what? Maybe now's a good chance to take a good time to take a chance on them. I got another kid that's getting ready to go to college, and I'm not making enough here. You know, you know, our needs are our needs are bigger than what's up front. So I'm willing to invest a little bit on on the on the uh, soon to be back end. You know, this isn't an investment that'll come back next year. I'm willing to take a chance on this, and three months from now, when they give the event. I say, oh, wow, I wish we would have started this earlier, you know. And uh, so so in the meantime, we've had to find ways of, 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 of uh, raising money to bring these things to fruition, Paul, like we've talked about, you know, with, with, with uh, uh, other production companies, Joe Gamble Productions and, and some of the others, and by attaching ourselves to nonprofits and, and, and finding a need in the community to base our platform around, that's what – that's what you do, and our blessings aren't that far away. Our blessings are really not that far away. So in the meantime, we're going to keep talking about this stuff and inviting people to come in and participate. And I'm looking at the listeners that we've had, particularly for, the, for today's show. We've had some from from all around the country, which has been a blessing. And, uh, you know, again, you can reach us through our website, our website, www.t25cl.com, or you can contact the Jeffrey's Peace Project or Family Solutions, Inc. If you have something that you'd like to bring uh, to the platform, uh, we can we can build a show around whatever you want to talk about because we're community-friendly. Just, just, just get all your facts together, you know, uh, if you want to debate with an adversary, if you guys have a point to make, if you want to show that we can that we can disagree but still get along, this is the place to do it. You're welcome to do that here. Uh, today I've had Brother Devin Franklin on, on the show. I've had uh, the Honorable Reverend Dr. Nanana Kwaku on the show. I have uh, promoter and music mogul uh, Paul Washington on the show. Uh, Somebody I've gotten to know over the last couple of years. Uh, he's very Bay Area based, and uh, which which gives us an extra special brotherhood. That though he's down in SoCal right now. Um, Paul, go ahead. You can you can uh, you can have the floor for a while. There's some things that you want to want to elaborate on. Uh, then after that, we'll start wrapping things up. You still with me, Paul? Okay. We may have lost Brother Paul Washington. Okay. Well, if if you're listening, Paul, and you're, you're not coming through, we've had a few uh, uh, technical difficulties. Uh, Dr. Kwaku was breaking up for a little while. Again, we need your support. Uh, we can always use better equipment. If you want to rehear the show, or any of our other shows, and an hour after we finish up tonight, 
things will be edited and online for you at www.t25cl.com. Click on Galaxy Talk Radio, scroll down to Thursday, Soul Vibrations, click on that. When my picture pops up, click on that. It'll show you the lineup of all the shows we've had up until and including today. Uh, uh, also, um, uh, at 7 o'clock, uh, if, if you're uh, uh, not near uh, your, your, your computer or if your uh, cell, cell phone isn't online, um, you can listen to uh, uh, my brother, uh, uh, Professor Walter Turner, who talks uh, KPFA. We're building a relationship with them. They're Bay Area-based FM radio station, 94.1 Africa Today. Uh, I'll be having him on the show sometime in the near future to talk about uh, black history in its origins. And, uh, of course, uh, we'll we'll be doing some things on their show. It's all about building relationships. Again, as we uh, try and build a platform, as we work towards building a platform on uh, 25th Century uh, Living's website, an entertainment group, uh, and with the dis- distribution of music and film. Um, again, it's all about the relationships that we have in place. So uh, with that being said, um, I guess we'll get ready and sign off. Uh, This has been uh, Soul Vibrations, and again, we we will see you next Thursday. Thank you so much. Bye bye now. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.